Hello listeners, my name is Liaquat Mir and today I will be talking about the ICAEW monitoring visit report for 2021. So in 2021, ICAEW QAD department visited 538 firms in the 15 months to March 2021. Due to the review cycles, most of the firms uh, reviewed in 2021 are different to the firms reviewed the previous years. And so the report comments, it is difficult to make on year-on-year comparisons. However, this report has got two parts. Part one, which deals with the review of the audit quality, and part two, where they, they talk about the key findings from the monitoring visit. So if we look into part one of this report, the QAD reviewers, they saw many examples of very robust, challenging audit work, and 76% of all the audits were considered satisfactory or generally acceptable. Now, if we focus on the 76% and back in 2018, this was 74%. So there is a positive increase of 2%. However, they make a comment that it is still disappointing to note that the remaining 24% of audits still need either improvement or significant improvement. So whilst there has been a slight improvement in the quality of the audit, this percentage of 24% remains too high. The positive with that 24% is if we compare with 2018 and 2019, this 24% was 26%. So it is on the declining side, which is a positive thing. So what are their main findings? One frequent issue cited was where the firms prepare audit files which lack any or sufficient evidence to support the key judgments made by the management in the financial statements. The QAD were also concerned that there is a lack of professional skepticism being applied by some of the firms. And they too often see reports about firms that they have relied on the information they have been given by the client without challenging or querying how reliable that information could be. So the key points firm need to document are the need to challenge information provided to the audit firm and query how reliable that information could be. The firms ensure that they understand and then applies the ethical standards properly, particularly in relation to their independence. Now, the breaches of ethical standards can also result in substantial regulatory Penalty. So your firms have to take this uh, compliance with ethical standards uh, on the serious note. It is also very important the firms contact the ICAEW regulatory policy and practice team about any structural changes uh, or changes in the vote, voting rights. So these were the uh, main findings. Now, if we talk about 
communicating ICAW on the regulatory policy or any changes. There are very detailed rules on audit firm structure designed to ensure that ownership and management is such that the firm and its partners can prioritize audit quality and independence commercial uh, considerations. So firms should ensure that they notify ICAW as soon as possible when these changes are made. They take advice if necessary and definitely do not wait for the next annual return to note or communicate any changes. So this was all in the part one of this report. Now, if we look into part two, the key finding from the monitoring visits which they have taken on, the most common weaknesses from QAD audit file reviews, unfortunately, remains unchanged. So if you pick up the 2020 or 2021, you will see these three key points, these three key weaknesses in that report. Number one, audit evidence. The most common significant area of weakness on audit files they review, in particular in testing of revenue, testing of fixed assets, audit tests for the stock and work in progress, and other areas of professional judgment, such as goodwill and other intangibles. So this audit evidence, there is a lack, there is a weakness in the audit work for these areas since 2019, 20, and 21. The second weakness they found is to do with ISA 230, which is the ISA for audit documentations. So there's what they have made a comment, the significant issues with documentation arise where firms have not recorded important aspects of their audit work on key assertions in the material areas or key areas of judgment. So audit documentation that tells the story of the audit work in the complex areas, demonstrating the application of skepticism and nature of challenges made by the auditors will always be more successful than over-reliance on tick boxes and checklists. The third point, the third weakness is the identification and assessment of risk. So it is not always possible to see how well the auditors understand the client's business and activities or that the required design and implementation testing has been done. They also sometimes identify apparently significant risk not identified as such by the firm. Okay, so these were the three key weaknesses which they found. There were other weaknesses mentioned in the report 2020-21, and that relates to going concern. Now, going concerns, although uh, I've been lecturing a lot on going concern, and we tend to include all these going concern in our regular updates, there is still weaknesses found reported by QAD as well as when we review the files. Okay, And the key there is, with the going concern, there is insufficient skepticism and challenge. That is the key point. If that's the key weakness when it comes to auditing going concern. The second one is the inadequate documentation. Okay, the inadequate documentation obviously is going to leave uh, a gap in the audit evidence on the file. 
Okay, the 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 circumstances uh, in last couple of years were challenging, maybe due to Brexit and then COVID nineteen uh, pandemic is continued to challenge auditors in this area. So the particular areas of going concern include the superficial assessment of management assumptions, another weakness, weak work on sensitivity within forecast, and failure to ensure the entire 12-month period is considered. Just a reminder, a going concern review, the relevant period is at least 12 months from the accounts are approved by the management. The other area which they found is the long-term construction contracts and the particular emphasis on the need for audit firms to be trained and experienced in dealing with the long-term contract accounting. Attempts to impose more conventional revenue testing leads to fragmented and weak audit evidence. Okay, And the other areas within the long-term construction contracts uh, they commented on was auditing line items in isolation, failure to apply judgment to cost to complete estimates, and challenge on less profitable contracts. Property valuation was the another point which they have picked up. There was very little or no evidence of consideration of the competence and objectivity of specialist valuers with management own valuations, which were not properly appropriately critically challenged. One of properties not included in the external valuation of the rest of the portfolio, firm who lack the expertise and do not apply external sources of evidence. The other reasons for failing were the gaps in the audit programs, the audit tests designed but not fully completed, uh, the clear logic flaws in the tests, Okay, poorly supported conclusions, faulty cross-referencing, uh, that will lead to a waste of time when someone tried to review the audit file, uncleared queries, okay, in one instance, maybe they found the, the suspense account uh, within the signed accounts, uh, missing documents, and obvious errors in the financial statements. So these were all of the uh, all of the other findings which they have found. Few other things they have mentioned in the findings. The RI review is sometimes defective in that key areas are not reviewed personally by the responsible individual. And that insufficient time is allotted to in-depth review or that senior team members may not fully appreciate what is required. Okay, that is a sort of a serious deficiency that RI or the senior member of the team may not fully appreciate what is required. So they also made a comment that auditors need to stop being over-reliant on tick boxes and checklists and instead apply skepticism at every stage of the audit until the RI signs the uh, audit report. They have also made an interesting comment with regards to ISA 230 that uh, the uh, work is audit work is great. They do the audit work, but it is not fully recorded on the on the audit file. I mean, unfortunately and ultimately, a reviewer or a regulator can only consider what is in front of them. If you have done the audit work and hasn't been recorded, it will be classified as you haven't done the work, okay? Because we cannot comment on something which we have not seen. So there are a lot of things to improve on. And just as a reminder that as well as improving the 
international standards on auditing, uh, you also need to implement ISQM1 and update ISA 315 uh, by the end of the year. Now, since early 2020, the QAD have asked firms to build an element of root cause analysis into their responses to visit findings. Okay, so RCA root cause analysis is a process of identifying the causes of problems or uh, the successes to prevent them from recurring or making sure they do uh, respectively. Now, in simple terms, what does this root cause analysis involve is basically asking a series of why questions to identify the real root causes of any issues. This may be a formalization of what some uh, firms may have regarded as best practice in past. However, many Mercia Review see firms simply dealing with specific symptoms on individual files and not thinking about why it happened in the first place or whether this could be an issue on the other files as. So dealing the specific symptoms on just one audit file uh, is not the way forward. You need to consider uh, that this could be an issue with the, uh, the maybe the firm's methodology or on other files as well. Now, there is no one prescribed format or checklist for root cause analysis. As I said, it is basically a series of why questions to the get to the bottom of the issue. Whatever the size of the firm, it may not always come up with the right uh, or at least complete answer to its root cause analysis every time. But as root cause analysis become part of the ongoing system of quality management for all firms from December 2022, it will become an ongoing and iterative process that supports continuous improvement in audit quality. When I mention root cause analysis, then effective root cause analysis exercise will not seek to establish a blame culture. Okay. It will challenge superficial answers about why things went wrong. It will challenge preconceived notions. It will avoid the temptation of the quick fix answer and not shy away from identifying matters that might be difficult to fix. And it will identify root causes linked directly to one or more review findings. It will stop when it is appropriate to go on further with the root cause analysis and it will feed into an action plan to remedy the identifying root causes with clear responsibilities and a feeling of ownership of those actions. Now, QAD, as part of that review, has also reviewed a sample of root cause analysis carried out by the firms. And the results indicated that the lack of knowledge, either of what was required by the International Standards on Auditing, or by accounting standards, flaws in the design of the audit test, and inadequate review by the manager uh, or the audit partner. Now, the, the, for the first one, the lack of knowledge, the, the report finished by identifying key points for all firms from the sample of root cause findings. Okay, So risk assess your audit portfolio that may identify training needs to deal with the complex audit, including group audit and contract accounting, ensure sufficient sources for effective manager and partner review. The manager and partner should bring a depth of experience and eye for detail to identify errors 
and mistakes that even the most experienced staff will make from time to time and also review procedures and things that you do to assess whether they are effective in addressing the potential quality risks. The QAD made the comment that training and CPD must be the foundation of good audit work. Okay, And ICAW audit firms that must apply the reflect, act, and impact approach Okay, so and on top, audit partners should also plan their CPD activities in line with the International Education Standard 8. But the training and CPD, the thing is the the will set the foundation for the good audit work. And of course, having completed your root cause analysis and set out the plan actions, the firms must develop an implementation plan, giving deadlines for implementation and allocating responsibility for checking implementations. So this was the review of the ICAEW um, Monitoring Visits Report 2021. Hope you found it useful and I will speak to you uh, at some other time with a another podcast with a different accounting and auditing uh, topic. Thank you very much for listening. Bye for now.